Did you know that nearly nine out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. Agents and teams selected to Realtrends and Tom Ferry the Thousand are in the top 1% of all realtors in the nation. We're speaking to those elite agents about how they found success in a competitive market. Today, we're speaking with Chris Lindahl, founder and CEO of the Chris Lindahl Team, number 16 team-owned brokerage by volume and number 12 by transaction size. So welcome, Chris. Thank you for having me, Tracy. Yeah, so why don't you tell me a little bit about your team um, and how long you've been in business? Yeah, so team is structured a little bit different. I mean, so we we have a brokerage that operates 100% as a team where we're providing a streamlined approach to the consumers. I got my license in May 2009 uh, and sort of through the, you know, the the ranks of, um, you know, climbing as an individual agent. Um, you know, in, in 2014, I was the number one individual agent for uh, on Real Trends in Minnesota, and and I learned so much along the way about the inefficiencies in the process. And so, I was determined to start a a real estate team that could provide the consumer with that streamlined convenience process. Okay, and what where um, where do you operate? What uh, geographic footprint do you have? Yeah, so so we're in uh, Minnesota. We're we're a licensed real estate brokerage in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, predominantly in the Wisconsin side, we're on the western half of the state. In in Minnesota, we're uh, almost in statewide at this point. Okay, great. So I noticed you're very active in the community. So tell me about some of the things you and your team do in the community and um, how that's changed since COVID nineteen. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a lot's definitely changed. Uh, it's it's been an eye-opening year for for so many. Um, but one of the things when when things you know really changed it, you know, I believe it was in the NCAA, the NBA, you know, Tom Hanks. That day, were all a lot of those things happened. You know, I mean, I think our our world was forever changed. And and so the the first thing that we did is is we we stopped all of our marketing and we we turned it into um, a more of a support local. We need to help our small businesses and we. We then reached out to our entire database asking, you know, did, did people need help? Did they need groceries? Uh, we, we hired Uber drivers to go deliver groceries uh, to people that were in need. We knew that um, we had to put humanity above business. And so we spent uh, a long time going through and, and, and helping as many people as we could. And then we started to realize, you know, after we got through our entire database, which is hundreds of thousands of people, um, we then realized that small businesses were taking a really big hit. And obviously, you know, a lot of that is industry specific. I mean, when we think about restaurants and, and, you know, events and things like that, they got hit a lot harder than some of the other ones. And so, um, you know, we did small business gift card giveaways. I mean, we, we, we donated um, some of our marketing to different companies. We did, we did whatever we could um, to give back. Our, our number one core value at Chris Lindell Real Estate is, is to be generous. And we also have, now a 501c3 that's the Be Generous project where we're solely focused on, on giving back to the community and putting humanity first. Okay. Oh, wow, that's great. Um, I know you also do a real estate scholarship, so tell me a little bit about that and how it came about. 
Yeah, so what we realized is, you know, I mean, in the market, I mean, we, we, we have uh, invested millions and millions of dollars in, in building uh, a brand that pretty much everyone in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin knows. And one of the things that we had never done is we had never given an offering or something different than, you know, buying and selling real estate to people that, that loved our brand. And it, and it made sense to start the real estate scholarship program based on what I just mentioned a, a second ago you know, the, the be generous core value of our company of, of giving back, um, our time treasures and talents, you know, and I, I actually have an education degree and, um, I have a passion for helping people. And, and I realize we're in a very unique position in business. And so if we can help others that, especially right now with people that are furloughed or, or maybe they're, you know, maybe their job isn't coming back or not coming back the same way, you know, if we could create, uh, this program, the scholarship program, where we could give back and help more people um, get back into the workplace. Um, that's what I believe we should do. And so it's, it's been uh, massively successful. But I think the reason why it's been so successful in our world is because we have built such a well-known, likable, trusted brand in the market that a lot of people are attracted and, and want to be a part of our organization. And so, I mean, it, it's been, uh, it's been really successful. I mean, for example, in, uh, you know, in the, in the month of August, we have 75 um, new real estate agents that are joining Chris Lindahl Real Estate. And when I say new, um, they're definitely not new to the business world. They're just new to our industry. So we're attracting really talented people because of the brand that everyone in our company has helped build. Okay. But of those 75, they, did they all receive a scholarship? To, they did. For- for uh, and tell me what the scholarship goes for, and um, you know who who receives it. Yeah, so so the the scholarship program we we pay for um, we pay for the agents to get licensed in Minnesota and or Wisconsin. So all of their coursework. So so in Minnesota here, it's ninety hours of education. There's an exam prep. There's training materials. Uh, they have to pass a state test, a federal test. Um, that's all covered by uh, Chris Lindahl Real Estate. Um, and then we've created this advanced training program that right when they get done, um, we, we put them in a training program that teaches them sort of what we believe is the future of selling real estate. And we're seeing massive success right out of the training program. I mean, we had uh, in, our, in, our June, or in our July training, we had several agents the first couple of days out of training that have, that have sold several houses already. Great. Okay. And uh, how many years have you offered the scholarship? So we, we, we just started that program at the end of last year, and we really ramped it up when we knew that a lot of people in the community um, were looking for a change or maybe they felt stuck or maybe, like I said, maybe their position was no longer, um, no longer going to be available. Or um, We just knew that a lot of people were in a position where they wanted more and they were looking for change. Um, and so we stepped up and, and really invested uh, a significant amount of resources to offer these scholarships. Okay, great. And I've read that you have a whole virtual learning um, platform. Is that something new because of COVID, or is that something that you've um, developed over the years? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, no, great question. I mean, we've always been, you know, our company has always been very, um, you know, very tech savvy. I mean, you know, the brokerage started in May 2018. So we've always been really far ahead on, on tech. And, you know, we've embraced, you know, technology and streaming such as, you know, the Zooms and FaceTimes and Skypes and things like that. But what we've, 
what we've seen over the, the, the past several months, I mean, really all the way back to the end of March, um, is that we could, you know, we could start to use um, technology platforms like a Zoom, uh, and we could run meetings. We could record those meetings on the cloud, and then what we what, then we have our videographers and our, our tech team that go in and they can clip up those videos. So they can clip up a meeting or a training and clip it up into small bite-sized pieces and then create training based on the things that were shared in the meeting from myself or someone on the leadership team or, or, so, or, or an agent in our company. And then what we have created is a library of those bite-sized video clips so that our agents can go into sort of a glossary and search those things and, and find the training clip based on that. Okay, great. Um, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about you and being a leader. So obviously there are a lot of lessons learned um, adapting to the coronavirus and the pandemic, um, but you've likely learned some lessons along the way while building your team. So why don't you tell me, um, you know, what are your top two lessons learned through it all? And if you want to talk about one that maybe recently you learned just adapting to the whole um, pandemic and some of the stay-at-home orders, that would be great. Yeah, of course. Wow, that's a, that's a good one. Um, you know, when, when, I, when I think about that, I, I think about the first thing that came to mind when you, when you were asking me that question was visibility. When I think about leadership, you know, what I saw and what I learned, you know, when I started in May 2009, which obviously was a, a very challenging time with, you know, bank-mediated sales such as short sales and foreclosures and, you know, the, the market was going down and people were struggling. It was, it was not a great time for the economy. And, you know, no two shifts look the same, but it reminds me a little bit about the pandemic. Like things weren't great. There were a lot of people that, that got hit very hard personally and professionally. And what I saw in, in the real estate industry specifically is I saw a lot of leaders that were invisible. No one saw them. No one heard from them. Their agents were looking around, looking for guidance. Like, what do we do? How do we evolve into a digital world? Like, and the thing that, I would, that I've learned is you have to be visible for not only your company, but your community. Like you have to show up and be visible. And then the second part is you have to take action. Like I saw a lot of people that, um, that were stuck in neutral. Like they were frozen. They didn't know what to do. They're not sure what's going to happen next. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not suggesting that, that every decision that, that we have made as a company has been 100% right. But the one thing that I pride ourselves on is we make decisions and we move quick and we can adapt. And I think that's what I found throughout my, my years in, in real estate is when things come up, the market changes, technology changes, you have to adapt and you have to move quickly, especially for what the consumers want. And so when things change, and, and especially like you had mentioned with everything with COVID, where now all of a sudden with the stay-at-home orders, not as many people were wanting to go physically to properties we as a company had to make sure that we had the right digital offerings where people could still tour properties from the comfort of their own home rather than physically going to the home. And we had to create landing pages and we had to create website, you know, interactive websites that allowed them to navigate that in a seamless process. Um, and those are hard things for a company to evolve and adapt into. Um, but I just think that, that being visible um, and, and being out there and, and saying, here's what we're going to do. Here's what it looks like here. You know, I, I mean, I remember the day after everything hit, I went on a Facebook live for 20 minutes 
and had a conversation about like, this is about more than business. This is about humanity. We're going to do anything we can as a company to help people. And we stood behind that commitment. And I look at all of the other leaders, and this isn't even specific to real estate, but I, I, I didn't see uh, very much visibility from many leaders in any industries. So many people just went into this neutral state and everyone was looking at them to lead and they didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. That's a great lesson to learn. Um, and I've noticed in interviewing leaders, um, real estate leaders from around the country, that they all have this kind of aha moment, usually many of them, that uh, where they realize, okay, this isn't working. I need to switch gears. I need to build something different. Or, um, you know, what was your aha moment as it pertains to kind of growing your team? Yeah, so I think I think what I would share in the aha moment is is what led up to me starting to grow the team. Um, you know, when I was an individual agent, you know, my my last year of production was 2014, where I sold 175 homes with one assistant. Like that's a home every two days. That that was very inefficient for a lot of the consumers, and it was really taxing on me. And so what I learned is the consumer deserves a better streamlined process from a team. And what I also learned is, is that there are a lot of things that I'm not great at that we now have people that are way better than me in my company. And the power of a team is you have everyone that's focused on their strengths and that's how you win. And that's why we are doing so well for the consumers in Minnesota and Wisconsin, because we have so many people in the right seats that are, that are focused on their strengths rather than trying to wear 50 different hats. And I saw that in the individual real estate model where, you know, I was wearing every single hat along the way, but I wouldn't trade it for anything because I did get to wear every single hat along the way. So I knew what worked, what didn't work. And I knew how to get the team started and how to create framework for the future of what the consumer wanted based on the, the pain that, that I experienced as an individual agent and the things that I thought I could improve on um, as a real estate professional as well. Okay, great. Um, and obviously you uh, did a great job with that. So I appreciate it. So, Thank you. Yeah. So my final question is, um, you know, where do you see the most opportunity in the real estate industry, especially in the coming year? Yeah, I think the, the, the greatest opportunity is on the technology side. I think when you look at, you know, all of the, the, the big websites out there and the, the ones that the consumers, you know, prefer to use, I think the brokerages and, and, and teams have to really uh, dial in their technology and the offerings that the consumer wants uh, because everything is turning into convenience first. That's what the consumer wants. That's what the consumer deserves. And, and by the way, the biggest competition for the real estate in industry is the experience that consumers are getting elsewhere outside of the industry. That. It's, yeah. it's what we do everywhere else in the world. As consumers, we want that same streamlined convenience experience uh, in the real estate industry. And I think that's going to be that technology piece is going to play a critical part. And I think the, the second part to that is I think that some sort of team structure is going to be a must, whether that's a, a hybrid approach from a brokerage, whether that's a team. I just don't think that the way and the speed that the consumer wants you know, services delivered in the industry anymore, I don't think one person can keep up. 
I mean, when you yeah. think about all the social media platforms, the technology, phones, everything, you think about everything, I just don't believe that one person can, can move at that speed anymore. And I think the consumer now, because they have all the data and the information, the consumer has that education that they're looking for more than one person. Because if you ask most consumers, you know, the business world that they're in rarely operates around one person. So they know they need more than just one person to help them achieve their, their real estate goals. Oh, that's an interesting concept. Um, well, Chris, thank you so much for joining Real Trends on our podcast. We really appreciate it, and congratulations on the 1,000. Um, thank you, know, you so much, Tracy. It's been an honor to yeah. spend time with you. Thank you.